Hello everybody and welcome back to the K-Hum podcast hosted by me, Ellie Cleverly. I hope you've all caught up on the recent episode of The Coil, parts one and part two. And if you haven't, grab a cup of tea, go for a stroll, go for a run, I don't know. But whatever you do, go and have a good listen to it because there are a couple of great episodes. All episodes can be viewed on repeat wherever you like on any major streaming platforms, including Apple and Spotify. Now that's out of the way. Let me get down to business. So today we are going to be talking about relationships and sex. This is going to be part one of a part two episode. The first part will be on relationships. The second will be on sex. So without further ado, let me introduce to you my two wonderful guests. They've both featured on the podcast before and they are back with a bang and all their opinions to boot. Everybody, give a warm welcome for the very wonderful and lovely Millie Morrison and Zoe Classens. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. So first and foremost, ladies, how are we both? How are you doing? Good. Fabulous. (laughs) And that was Craig Revel Howard, everybody. Join the chat. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous, darling. Um, Yeah, I'm Uh, good. Thank you, Millie. Thanks for asking. Oh, yeah. How are you? Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Zoe. Second thought. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> Side note. Oh, yeah, I guess I suppose I'll ask how you are. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Um, you know what? I'm just going to jump straight into this because we have got a lot to talk about. So, as we oh, all know. Oh, God. I'm nervous. Bring be. it on. Don't We're just going to really delve deep into this really taboo and stigmatized <laughs> issue. And yeah. we're not going to stop about it. Just don't be nervous. This is fine. Um, <laughs> okay so relationships and sex let's be real this is an issue that everybody faces without fail no matter at one point in their life they will have to deal with this um so my first question really to you both you're very lucky yeah why do you still have to well you still have to deal with sex and relationships because unless you're literally going to be well imagine going through life without i mean it's quite be quite lonely but I mean not much less hassle less hassle but like you say lonely yeah I wouldn't be up for that no, saying no. that in a my five-year happy relationship I wouldn't be up yeah, for that yeah yeah you <laughs> yeah you crack on in the corner okay yeah, you so, put down over there in your happy relationship <laughs> so let that brings me on to my first question really so tell me guys what are what is your experience I'll go first currently a single pringle <laughs> oh no me too. And Zoe is too. And then there's really? Millie who's like, oh, you know, I am just in a great five-year relationship. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm really happy. Like, every time someone asks me how we are, I just say we're really happy. Yeah. I so, hate to be that person, but I don't. I'm so happy <laughs> no, for great. you and your happy, really happy. relationship. No, I, I mean, like you say, like, you, Millie, you're in a relationship. Zoe, if you don't mind me saying, has recently broken up from a relationship and... I've been yeah. single for quite a while, so like, you know, all ends of the spectrum here, guys. Yeah, um, yeah, quite literally. Got yeah. all the different. Yeah, that's good. That's a good um, thing for this podcast. So we do. We have a we have a variety of views. Um, yeah, I just want to say that I think relationships are suck. <laughs> <laughs> says the person who's recently broken yeah. up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but don't laugh. I'll cry yeah oh Um, yeah you know I just think I think relationships are a weird one I think because we all Mm -hmm. we all one point have craved them but there's very few that are successful 
And I know that sounds really <laughs> cynical, but if you think about it, yeah. how many times? A hundred percent of my relationships have failed. Hence <laughs> why oh you're gosh. single. <laughs> right? Yeah. But we all crave but, like, it. Why? Like, I, I don't know. Let's just, I'm just going to, we've got your experience, guys. So I'm just going to open the field. Kind of worms. Tell me what you think of relationships and sex. That's it. Love it. <laughs> love it. Right. Um, love it. Oh, Millie's left the chat. That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Can't bring Good much more to this. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I think they're great. When they're good. When they're good. They're when they're they are gritted, great. Gritted teeth. Yeah, no, yeah. But like you have to kiss a few frogs. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah and you you everything like goes up and down like life does it just goes up and down and I think relationships yeah. like that but I feel, yeah, an, I feel like massive pressure to get in a relationship do you really like, uh, yeah as in I think it's um it's weird I feel I'm comfortable single and I'm mm-hmm. comfortable in myself single um I think it's that desire to be loved like mm-hmm. to be to be adored you know because you mm-hmm. as much as I love my friends and all that I turn to them. I'm like, I just want to be like, like, I love you. I'm like, okay, which one of you wants to have sex with me? And it's like, <laughs> exactly, you know. There's that. It is different though, isn't it? Like you, yeah, different relationships. But I think it's still equal. Like you need friendships as much as you not necessarily need a relationship. But I think friendships are more okay. important than relationships. Because I think friendships are too. Mm-hmm. I think... I think relationships are very important. You can talk to them about different things, but I think with friendships, as they say, like hoes before bros kind of thing, as in, <laughs> as in, as in your friends, most of the time are always going to be there unless you're in a really long relationship and they're, you know, like drifting and out. But I think friend, you talk to your friends a lot about relationships and sex. And if you're not, I'd suggest you do. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. And I would say friendships in relationships are important. As in, I would... Mm, I don't, I don't get okay. when... I have so a I, very... Oh. Wait, 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 go Millie, carry on before we no. jump, carry on. we're jumping on your like I've, I've met people that are like, yeah, like I love my wife or partner or whatever, but they're not my best friend or like, well, I wouldn't turn to them for this. And I'm like, but surely you need that like friendship level because where's the trust going to come from? Where's like the, you're with them all the time. You, you're going to want to be friends with them, right? Agree that you need a friendship yeah. level, but sometimes you can be too good of friends. And I think it's quite suffocating. Like I would hate that. I would I need my space from someone. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Zoe's hand. I think up. in a relationship you can be best friends, but not always in fr- best friends can you, there be a relationship. Yeah. Explore I that agree. further. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> like it's important for the best friend part to be there but that doesn't always mean that if you're best friends with someone you like it could work no no I think it's a completely different dynamic yeah and it's a whole like knowing someone as a best friend is completely different to knowing someone in a relationship and that's like it's completely normal mm-hmm. I would also go as far as saying saying that friends with benefits doesn't work because someone will always catch feelings I haven't seen a situation yet and I mean, I am the ripe old age of 23, but I haven't seen exactly. a situation yet where Friends of Benefits has worked. I haven't heard of any situations where it has worked. If it has worked for you, no. congrats, but you're one of the very minority. And I think a lot of people put a lot. I think people say Friends of Benefits because they one of them likes them and they basically just want sex. 
friends with benefits don't work but acquaintances with benefits do no I still don't because you well it depends it's one night if it's a one night stand maybe but if it's a continual thing one of you will catch I think one of you will catch feelings because you spend so much time it depends how how can you be so intimate with someone and not necessarily like them that much because all you do is that and then you leave you don't have to spend yeah you leave you don't have to find out who they are to me sex is such you don't have to talk to pardon yeah I think that sex is such an intimate thing yeah, and that, yeah, that differs that's for some some people. Some people don't think that situations where I've been. I but if they've been one about, night stands, yeah, I think that's a different kettle of fish. If you see them constantly, yeah, I suppose. But like you're talking about, are you talking about the intimacy of talking to someone regularly or the intimacy of having sex with them? I think the intimacy. I think, per so personally, I wouldn't at this moment in time. You know, opinions can change and stuff. I wouldn't have sex with someone the foot like instead of talking i'd get to know them i couldn't have so i couldn't have sex with someone if i don't have a i don't have a meaningful relationship or connection with in my personal opinion that's so fair enough when i yeah, say completely. friends with benefits i think if, if they're starting with sex that to me is a completely foreign subject and when you say intimacy i think it start even if it does start with sex you'll end up talking eventually even if it's just to meet up and that's what i think it the, the lines get completely blurred and someone will get hurt. Yeah. There's always one person that gets hurt. I think, yeah, I think it's a cop-out sometimes. Oh, and also be because... Benefits. And then the person who really doesn't want to be friends with benefits is like, I still get to have sex with them, so let's do that. Mm. And and also because, like you were saying, yeah. like some people might think of it as really intimate and some people might just be able to shrug it off and not. So yeah, how can you be sure that you're both on the same page? Okay, so what's your... Do you think relationships are pressured now I've been in one yes when when I say relationships are pressured what do you think I mean do you feel like do we feel pressured to be in a relationship yeah 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 why now I've been in one I feel like I'm capable of one so I should be searching for one whereas before I was never been in one and like, I had been in them, but they were like, what, like six months? <laughs> so it was this one, I don't know what I'm talking about. But like... <laughs> Your heart had never fully been in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so like I didn't get the full experience of it. Hmm. But now I like, and I didn't, I always thought I was never capable of, not capable of being in one, but I was just like not that bothered about one because I'd never been in one. So I was like, what's the fuss? Now I've been in one, I'm like, that was nice. <laughs> I'd like that again I think they are I think it is like there is a lot of pressure but I kind of think there there are also a lot of people that like older people that aren't in pressure and they are single and they do enjoy time by themselves mm. I but that's still a minority I think yeah. from what you said there Mills when you said the older people that personally maybe it's my own issue that makes me feel bad because I'm not no. an older person and I'm not in a relationship and I see a lot of people around me getting in them all the time. Mm. And it makes you feel unloved. Like it makes you feel, why does no one want me? But then yeah, if, someone, no, to be fair, if someone were to come out to me, I'd probably be like, mm. <laughs> like I, yeah. it, it's just, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. I think it's, you want what you can't have kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I get it because like going from obviously not being in a relationship to like now five-year relationship it's 
like to me it's like the safest place I've ever been so I would get that there's a huge desire for it and also it's like it's always been ingrained in us hasn't it yeah yeah which is where I find it strange that it's so desired when so many fail but we all regardless mm. of the odds we all want it at one point see it's we may not want it forever but at one point we wanted it so bizarre to think like right now like obviously at this current point it's very fresh over this end the idea of being in a relationship is completely bizarre to me because I'm like why on earth would I go through this again like why would you put yourself through that and then it's the like later on it'll be the fact that because in the relationship it was happy and it was lovely like I had a lovely time yeah really enjoyed myself but it depends on when you catch yourself in your life and there's different stages when you'll think a relationship is the right thing to do and when you think it's the wrong thing to do or when it's just not needed or not wanted yeah yeah I there's think never well, when they say that if you search for love it, like don't love will find you kind of yeah. thing even if it's not love it's lust but like if you're searching mm. for it and if you're if you're so aware of it all the time mm. and I do think it's true as in you got to ex- maybe accept yourself I would say be comfortable within yourself I really don't know because I I believe that like single me used to believe that and I would kind of say it for anyone else but if I look back at like when I was 17 and was getting into a relationship, like I was literally probably the most like ill in terms of mental health wise I've ever been. Not that I, I wasn't like clinging on for someone for help, but I think it's growing. You learn to grow on your own, but in a relationship, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As opposed to doing it on your own. If you don't mind me mm. saying, Mills, you've never been really single for long from what I'm Not I really, but I don't see though. This sounds really mean. I don't really see those as like proper relationships because my heart was not in it. I was just like, oh my God, you're giving me attention. I met all these people when I was drunk at parties and I was like, wow, you're giving me attention. And then was like, yeah, you're all right. I'll speak to you. And I'll like go on a couple of dates with you. And then when it came down to like, it was just like me and the other person. I'd be like, right. (laughs) Dates scare me. Do they? They really excite me. Really? Like they're nerve, they're terrifying before I go. But the thought of going on a date, I'm like, yes. If a date goes wrong, hilarious story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you've had to that the other day about like the idea of me going on a date and just coming back with this ridiculous story excites <laughs> me so much. That's really <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's such a positive way to look at it though, because I think that's le- does it does it feel like less pressure? Yeah, yeah, mm. massively. I mean, it's still nerve wracking because literally, it's like a personal interview, isn't it? Like, <laughs> oh my god, don't quite... say that. I hate them at any rate. Well, you know what I mean. Gotta go, my yeah. Hi, I'm Ellie. Nice to meet you. Yes, I'd like the role of um, girlfriend. Girlfriend. Um, the reason I <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're terrifying. I avoid them. What about them? them? Is it why? Um, I think it's you probably because you haven't told us, so you don't have us to support you. <gasps> oh, oh, I got no comeback for that. I don't know. I don't know. Will I ever come back? No, I just hate them. I don't. I think even if I told someone to make it worse, because then I'd be like knowing that they know, and I just don't want that. Yeah, no, I like self inflicted pressure. I put a lot of pressure on myself, and I don't know if anyone else out there does. I suddenly start thinking of everything from the, the bad to the like, like, I, I don't know, just everything. So it'd be like, 
what if it doesn't go well? What if this happens? What if this happens? What if it does go well? And then this happens and this happens and this happens. Oh my God, it's gone too fast. And I haven't even met the person. Like it, mm. it, it just runs away in my head. And then I think as mm. well, I don't know, just, I like meeting people in a natural setting, whereas I sometimes feel like a date's a four setting. If you don't know the person prior. You've, you've just got to try and like, this is my personal head anyway. And me and my friends say this a few times. You know, when you like see someone wearing a piece of clothing and you're like, man, they look sick. Like I could never wear that. They're so edgy and so cool. I wonder, that could be the first time they've ever worn that. And they're like, I've just got to do it. I've just got to go and not care what people think about me. Because I don't know any of these people here. Hmm. If you go with the mindset that they don't know what you're like, if you wanted to be rude to them because you were not having a good time and you want to get out of the situation, you could. Yeah. It's not going to affect. They've known you the same amount of time you know them. I doubt they're going to be obsessed with you by this point. You walking away when you <laughs> well, feel like you don't want to be there is much better than you sticking around and making it really awkward and horrible for the both of you. Yeah. You've just yeah. got to act like these people don't know me. Equally, I would You put on that. your best self. I'd hate if someone did that to me. Even, well, it depends. If I liked them and they found it awkward, but if it was awkward for both of us, I'd be like, thank you. Yeah, Lord, but if they find it awkward, if they found it awkward and they didn't like you, you don't want them in your life anyway. Mm. I think it's very easy to say dating's hard. And I mean this in the least like condescending way, not to you just, and it sounds really cringy, but a situation is what you make of it. Definitely make it hard. But I, know, I like you, you, you just said you love dates and I know loads of people that love dates. It's like the, the excitement of the chase. They don't actually want to yeah. be in a relationship. They just want the excitement of the chase of the day. Yeah. And it's just new meeting people. new people. Yeah. I love meeting new people. Make new friends. I love friends. Love meeting new people, just not in a forced setting. If that makes sense. But then what, what, what keeps the natural setting? setting? Well, yeah. like, as in... If you know them as friends beforehand or, but if you meet them, so I'm thinking more like online, you know, you're meeting for a day. Whereas if you know them beforehand and you chat a bit and then you get to know them in person and then you're meet a couple of times, then it's like, oh, it's less forced because there's that foundation. No, I I know what you mean by less forced, but I I don't think there's anything wrong with meeting people online. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just, I personally. You personally can't do it. Yeah. But like, Equally, like if you were speaking to someone on online, like, I'm going to try and channel this. I don't know how it's going to go, but if I was to start speaking to someone online, I'm going to cut the talking. Like I don't want to talk to you. I just mm-hmm. like okay, should we meet up next week for a coffee? Yeah, and that'd be the first time you meet them. Because also, when you chat online, you've exhausted all your conversation. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Cool, cool. Well, okay, this is um, mm-hmm. Millie. I want to ask you personally about your about how you feel in a relationship because you're the one who's currently in one. And a, and a happy one hit me kick the puppy while she's down no i'm gonna ask you in a minute as well i mean i'm confusing i'm completely out of it um <laughs> i'm not even in the running i'm even in the race you um, are <laughs> you are that. just at the start line still yeah. i'm just warming up just really limbering up really stretching. really limbering that up. the marathon's finished but i'm just at the start you know um but yeah mills like can you do you want to tell us about your relationship like what do you like what do you dislike well i think mine is i never ever thought that i would say i'm in a relationship with a girl so that's like a whole different thing for me but um it's literally it just feels so normal for me like i don't really remember like not being in a relationship with Lauren and yeah it just feels like it's like a a plus one but (laughs) I mean obviously it's a plus one 
but like without being cringe like the other puzzle piece if you know what I mean that's really cute um (laughs) I think like I said earlier it's like a big (laughs) big (laughs) rude um it's like a, a safety blanket I think that but not I think we both know not to rely on each other but just support which is like I think the main thing support and like honesty I think are the two main things in a relationship and loyalty so would you like to tell us about you know you just said you've recently broken up if it's okay with you can you talk to us about how your relationship was and like did you what was the good the bad of it and stuff yeah I mean it was a lovely relationship I really enjoyed all of my time in it I don't think I'll ever look back on it with bad memories it happened over lockdown so that's that was intense and that's probably why it didn't also didn't work out so as well as we thought it was and we were best friends before so it just on paper it all made sense like it would just be silly that it didn't work um but then again we were also just still best friends so nothing changed apart from the fact that we were best friends that had sex (laughs) friends with benefits there you go (laughs) um but yeah I look at it with very very fond memories and it was a massive it was my first proper relationship so it was a massive lesson for me in many ways um <laughs> sad but it, I don't think I'll ever look at it with that's nice it's nice animosity it's mm, mm. a good thing yeah have with it. yeah I just want to quickly go on to another question mm-hmm. um I think this is an interesting one and I want to know your guys mm-hmm. thoughts do you think of love at first sight do I think it exists? Yeah. No. I don't. I think. I don't think love. I think love's a strong word. I think of lust at first sight, for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Or I think it's some. Yeah, like something at first sight. Emotion at first sight. <laughs> Just something, whether it's good or bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but how? How the hell do you know if you can love someone? When you don't even know them, you don't even know what they've done. You don't, you don't know what they want to do. You don't know anything mm-hmm. about them. I think it's a real difficult one. Do you think there's soulmates out there? Yeah, but I don't think there's just one. Yeah, I agree. And I think friend soulmates are highly like um, what's the underrated. word? Underrated. Thank you. Yeah, friend um, soulmates are like. I'd agree with strong. Both. Yeah, I would agree with the soulmate one definitely. I think, like you say, friends, soulmates, definitely soulmates, like friends, soulmates, I'm mm-hmm. 100%. And I think, you know, sadly, people who've, who have loved and lost a loved one and they find somebody else, I think they are, they can also have, the, like, they can have multiple soulmates. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, I think sometimes there's a, you know, somebody like, if somebody goes, oh, they're my soulmate, and then sadly one of them passes away. And they mm. find someone else. I think a lot of people think, well, would be like, oh, they clearly weren't your soulmate. And I just think that's a little bit bullshit. That's not true. I think who, like, that's who the true. hell is anyone else to judge, right? Because they don't know, like, anything about what's And also, yeah. you might not have had that connection. So, say, the people that meet next after, like, your, both your partners have passed away, you might never have connected before, but you have that one connection that brings you way closer together because you've both lost someone. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so there's different stages of being a soulmate. Yeah, yeah and I exactly think. like friends, you have different friends, like for different, different things. Reasons. 
different interests equally I think I think our souls you know I I do think we have like you know our souls are ours and they're pure and they're like they're our own person but like Mm. your mind changes throughout like you say I think your your soul matches at different points in your life to Mm -hmm. similar to that friends you know there's some there's some friends in your life that you'll have for say your life's a book you have them for a chapter or a page and others last the whole novel Mm. you know they just I think it varies um I think there is love at first sight but I don't think it's for everyone how do you how do you think because like I said it confuses me thinking love at first sight because how the hell like you don't know this person I think that from what I've heard of people who say they've had it there's this electric spark but I don't think it's maybe maybe it is lust I don't know but they they say it's love at first sight but I don't think everyone can have it and I don't think Hmm. everyone's meant to I think it's nice if you do um and for me personally I need an attraction at first sight and then the attraction grows when I find out what they're into and stuff or decreases mm. when I find out what they're into and stuff like for example when you watch Love Island you see some of them come on first off and you're like oh they're fit then they start like you know they start their personality gassing and you're like shut up and, and for the air, but then like they may not be my cup of tea they may be somebody else's that's fine but like they're attract I'm less attracted to them as I get to know them but you have yeah. to have that initial I think you know love can grow but you need to have that initial attraction and that initial buzz kind of yeah yeah I I agree but going from my experience I I mean like I kind of always knew that I liked girls as well but I was never like looking to get in a relationship with another girl and then I met Lauren and I yeah I kind of thought like okay this is different this is not like I don't just I wouldn't say it was love at first sight but I knew that it wasn't just going to be a friendship so although I was attracted I kind of wasn't looking for that attraction yeah mm. I'd love love at the first sight like I'd love it but I don't know if it would happen mm. you know I'm really trying like to I'm, just like, I'm looking at my door over there and I'm like imagine if someone just walked through that door and I was just like I love you I just can't imagine that happening no but they I don't know I don't know I guess I don't think it's something you can imagine unless it happens to you you know when you have certain feelings like in anything you're like I just can't explain it and maybe yeah. it's like that yeah I think that's what yeah. that's what I kind of felt like I I grafted for a long time well it felt like a long time I grafted like for a long time <laughs> five hours <laughs> a long time for me it's a lot of work yeah. <laughs> someone who does no realm of anything yeah. Um, I had to walk I had to chase <laughs> oh the drama <laughs> um yeah I like grafted for a long time because Lauren was like no I don't want a relationship I don't want this like blah 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 and but I was like I can see myself loving you for a long time so I'm gonna work for this and I'm not giving up <laughs> mm. that's something that you can hit the nail on the head there um, and I think it echoes what you said earlier, Zerba, you know, like there's good and bad. Relationships are hard, sorry. Yeah, yeah. and but running they, at the first hurdle. In, what do you mean by that? I just mean like... Depends what the hurdle is. Okay, it depends. No, well, yeah, maybe. If they've cheated, but, it's not a first hurdle. It's the end of, it's game over. Race is finished. Goodbye. Yes. 
okay, yes, but if they left the toilet seat cheating. up, it's a first hurdle. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, and you'll get better at it as you experience more. I mean, this might just be me talking because I'm, I just love very hard with anyone that wants to step into that realm of my life. I have to, I will do anything to make them feel the most love they ever have. And the idea of someone even doubting themselves because they don't think that they deserve my love or anything, don't run away from the fact that you're loved. Easier said than done. I think it's very... Yeah, true. I think it's a comfort zone thing, actually. I think it's one of those that in the relationship Mm. is probably, you know, each new thing is a new step out of your comfort zone. And it's scary to not run back to what you know. Yeah. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I guess so. But then you're always going to be but in like, the same space, aren't you? You're yeah, not absolutely. Move anywhere. But then that, that it's 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 hard to want to maneuver because you don't want to say whenever you're in your comfort zone, you know, whenever you're out of your comfort zone, it's good because if they've done some serious bad stuff, hmm. that's no longer a comfort zone. That's bad, and you've just got to, you you should know hmm. where you should when you get feelings involved. Deciphering that is hard. But I I agree that relationships are hard. You have to work with them honesty is going to get you through it I think communication is going to get you very far yeah much quicker it'll get you to the same spot just quicker yeah yeah communication Uh, I know it's so 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 cringy but communication is key yeah it It really is and talking about your feelings is hard yeah it is you're admitting vulnerability to somebody else the fear of rejection yeah I think that's the hardest thing about being in a relationship and then not being in one is that fear of like they don't want me anymore. I probably knew for a while that we were just best friends and I didn't want to be the one to break it up because I don't want to hurt anyone. But the idea that they're rejecting me, like that's the hardest thing to get over. Rejection they don't want is me anymore. horrendous and it's really... In any form. You know, if we don't get rejected, you don't know what good is like, if that makes sense. And what mm. the, the nicest feels accepted. But, oh my God, I could go my whole life out of rejection again. But then I know I wouldn't want oh, yeah. to at the same time. You've learned a lot in the long term, yeah. I think. Uh, but we have spoken about relationships quite a lot, so <laughs> it's time for fact or fiction. I feel like Ellie. I feel like everyone has done a different noise on each of your episodes for fact or fiction. Yeah, yeah. it just it, it varies. I, I you know I was gonna get a like jingle, but I just like doing it on the spot. I think it's yeah, <laughs> I like it. Okay, so we're doing fact or fiction, and I've got I've quite a few. So okay. let's get are going are you both ready so for those who are new listeners to this um fact fiction is a segment that i do which is basically where i have i say a range of statements that's based on the subject and my guests have to decide whether it's fact or fiction and obviously today's subject is relationships and sex so let's get right into it millie and zoe mm. falling in love has neurological effects that are similar to those that cocaine gives you fact or fiction yeah ready Three, two, one. Fact. That is correct. That's why when they say love is blind and that, it's true <gasps> because you are you are literally running off your high on love. Um, oh, that makes me feel sick. So when people That's say crazy. You, when people say you do stupid, stupid things in your love, you you do because you, you are really you do. are high on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just don't think, do you? <laughs> but then also, kids, don't do drugs because you can get euphoria from love. <laughs> yeah <laughs> just don't fall in love yeah <laughs> but yeah I thought I'm not sure which come down is worse <laughs> true well one probably lasts shorter yeah true, true. don't do drugs kids that's all I'm saying 
Don't do drugs, <laughs> kids. Don't do drugs. Okay, next one. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready. Okay, so heartbreak can cause physical pain. Fact or fiction? Fact. <laughs> <laughs> Millie, seeing as though we went, what is your answer? I would have said fact as well. You are actually both. Correct. So mm. divorce, loss, breakup um, can cause real pain, real physical pain. It is actually called broken heart syndrome. Um, it's deep emotional distress that triggers the brain to distribute certain chemicals that significantly weaken your chest and your heart, leading to strong chest pains and shortness of breath. Wow. That's terrifying. That's really, that's, that's really quite upsetting, isn't it? Yeah. That's- <laughs> I was going to try and put positive thing on it. Yeah. There's just no positive spin on that. But time is the best healer. Yeah. And then, you know, if you've been heartbroken, you're going to get someone to fix it. Oh, fix it yourself. Self-love. Have a relationship with <laughs> yourself. A little bit of self-love. <laughs> I'm probably tamperating and you'll feel absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought really... The amount of face masks just... I've put on this for these past few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. um okay so well done both on that one okay so another one in relationships 2.3 million adults aged 16 to 74 have experienced domestic abuse fact or fiction say the figure again 2.3 million adults aged 16 to 74 have experienced domestic abuse uk i believe how many people are there in the uk six Million? No, seven million. No, it's more than that. There's loads of this. Oh, I always thought there was sixty-seven six. million. Apparently, <gasps> yeah. So yeah, it's oh, that's embarrassing. Twenty twenty sixty-seven million. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Fact, fiction. I think it's more. Zoe, you are incorrect. Millie, you are correct. Um, so these statistics were taken in 2020, and it is a fact <sighs> with 1.6 million women being um. Uh, in domestic abusive relationships and 757,000 men oh that's heartbreaking mm-hmm. it is it's really sad. heartbreaking and do you know I am quite sh- I'm actually no, I'm not shocked and it, but it really saddens me that domestic abuse is seen as such a female you know women are the victims and mm-hmm. as you can see from those statistics m- most women are 757,000 men you know that that's about mm-hmm. a third yeah a quarter of that I think mm. I think that's a quarter to a third of that pulse there is an awful lot of men out there that also are in it it's, yeah it's horrendous yeah one of the big things is when people talk about it on social media and stuff and in the news it's so heavily gendered like why can't we just talk about it as beating a problem it's as a, a whole exactly. rather than yeah let's protect women let's protect men I think the divide between men and women is getting larger instead of smaller I think the social media and the internet and that you know creates a lot more topics to be discussed and there's a lot more opinions that are broadcast on a social media platform because you can't see the person's face if it yeah. actually happened face to face I think we'd actually reach an agreement on every like 99% of people want equality and think it's wrong in the right um, but I think mm, when yeah. it gets on social media and things like that opinions are just escalated to extremes yeah um yeah that one you know I know it's quite sad but I thought we're talking about relationships so 
mm-hmm. you know not all rela- like we said earlier they're hard but some relationships are really quite dangerous and you don't know what goes on behind closed doors so um yeah if you're unsure if someone's getting abused or anything so you know, your friends yeah but if they may not be able to but there's also helplines you know there's a lot of ways that you can see if people are like there's a lot of signs to look out for um so if you listen to this and you think yourself or somebody else maybe in a harmful relationship just give a quick google there's so many helplines out there just to say what you should look for and how to approach it and things like that just as a side note so yes anyway let's go from another one so the mm-hmm. average number of partners sexual partners a person has in their lifetime is 10 is that fact or fiction yeah ready ready yeah three two one fact fiction yeah so it's actually four to oh. eight sexual partners um yeah that's so vague four to eight that's that is vague I know I even if it's eight that's quite low really I would have said 10 like average I think it depends on the person doesn't it you know when you hear some people are like I've had sex with 150 people first of all I call bullshit on half of that like the amount of people who are you know 19 they're like I've had sex with 150 people I doubt you have I don't think everyone who says it, I think it's just, you know, trying to go up and Depends up and if up you've been in relationships or not. Mm. But still, 150, 151 like tax stands. That's, that's quite high. Get my calculator out. If this is like a survey that someone's done and asked people, what it would be interesting to see the percentages of people that would be I, honest by themselves or honest if they're in a relationship. Because I know a lot of people that lie about their like body count, even though it doesn't matter they lie about it with their partners because whatever reasons hmm. yeah you're right that is true you know is is this is only from what people say i suppose yeah no one no one's gonna go in the room with um a camera going that's number two good to know on that with a little um, clipboard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so if you okay. put your hand up so <laughs> if, if this is i'm just this is an average from <laughs> if you were to <laughs> if you were to never be in a relationship ever you're just mm. not a relationship person you don't want to be in a relationship yeah. and you were to sleep with one person every three months yeah yeah from the age of 16 you will only be 56 years old to get to 150 people that you slept with yeah but a lot of so that's what I was saying earlier was there's so many like teenagers and 20 year olds and I could be like I've slept 100 people okay yeah yeah that's bullshit but someone that's like 60 could legitimately say that yes potentially hmm. it's across the lifestyle also but there's it's also taking five days in a year half that if someone's mm, like with someone every other night be a machine though <laughs> like a I different mean, person people else. Oh yeah, yeah. I people. couldn't I couldn't imagine it personally but that's just me no me neither um so next one are we ready yeah yeah (laughs) 36 percent of people end up in divorce in the uk is that fact or fiction ready yeah ready three two one fiction fiction you are both correct do you think it's higher or lower higher i think lower Zoe's correct it's higher but not by much it's 42 percent of people do um but I did make a note that these statistics were twin these these statistics were taken beginning of 2020 pre-pandemic so, <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I am thinking that may be higher yeah now, yeah oh um, well, yeah if you ask most people who have been divorced they wouldn't change it but that's yeah. also so that's 42 percent of people who are divorced 
that means there must be a lot of people that want to be divorced, but they're not. Want to be divorced. Or should be divorced, not even want to be. They should be. Should be. That's a lot of people I can imagine. Yeah. But we'll probably never define as should be, but I know plenty of people that. Sorry, Sorry. carry on. You go. I was just going to say, I can think of a good handful of situations where people should be. Yeah. Then that's also why that they keep going up because you talk to your friends that have have been through that or have been in families that have been through that and it's more acceptable. Mm. It's not also, like I would say it's sorry. I was just gonna say it's not coming from a divorced family, doesn't people don't like frown on you anymore, whereas I guess they used to kind of be like, Oh wow, you're from it's a like broken if home. If you were brought out of wedlock. It was like, yeah. oh my god, they was quite a lot of people used to give oh no, this we would go quite way back now, but you know, they they'd give the baby up because that was just not okay. Yeah. Whereas now mm-hmm. probably half and half of people, you know, have babies before they're married. Less people are getting yeah. married now as well. Yeah. But they're in relationships, they just don't want to get married. Mm. But then there's the other end of the scale where people are so quick now to think, let's get married. Yeah. Like yeah. Like people get married so quickly if they want if they think it's the right thing they'll get married Mm. with it like it's Um, the flexibility now yeah yeah I don't know I suppose there's so many there's so many different reasons that it could be more flexible I think that cheating's on the rise especially since the development of technology which I think is absolutely horrendous and I still don't understand why people do it I have never been in said situation where cheating has felt needed or has happened so I guess you wouldn't understand it I don't know um so easy to say when you're from an outsider looking in anyway let's carry on that was a bit of a tangent okay so next question 21 percent of women wish they waited before losing their virginity fact or fiction 21 percent. 20 that's hard that's a hard one i think i'm ready yeah, yeah. ready three two one fiction. fiction you are both correct do you think though it's higher or lower? Lower. What do you say, Zoe? Higher. So Zoe said higher, Millie said lower. So according to the National Survey of Sexual Attitudes and Lifestyles, um, they conducted a poll and found that one third of women and one quarter of men between 17 and 24 wish they would have waited. Wow. Which I'm, I'm quite surprised by that because I think in nowadays, or I guess like it's in your own little bubble, isn't it? Obviously everyone's different, but I don't think... I thought people didn't really care anymore. I think that's what they're trying to say. People do, and they try to come up with a perception, and they didn't, and they wish they didn't. No, as in, um, like, in your friendship groups, they're like, yeah, I don't care if you lost it younger, or I don't care if you lost it when you were older. That's because we're older. But I don't think it... I think what they're trying to say, how I read it was that your friendship group might might be, you may have felt that you should have waited, you felt pressured to do it, Mm. or... Or that you know you just or even it's not might not even be at the time it might just be the fact that now you're 24 years old you're like oh I should have probably waited I wasn't really in that hindsight is a wonderful thing (laughs) hindsight is a wonderful I I thought it'd be a bit higher I thought that more people would be feel like they should have waited then is it again like the people that they're asking are they embarrassed to say that they wish they had waited it's more Mm. subjective supposedly objective evidence but you never know because these are never know Okay, um, so we have one more. So 40% okay, okay. of the population are single. Is that fact or fiction? 40, did you say? 47%. Oh, 47. Oh, this will make me feel better. Fact or fiction? Yeah, ready. 
Three, Legend. two, one. Fact. Fact. Oh, no. Fiction. Oh, is it lower? Is it lower? It actually is, and that makes me sad. So 35% oh. um, of people in the UK are single, which makes Britain the second most single country in the world, only to be beaten by Sweden at 47%. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, I love Britain it. is the most single country, like second most single country. No, Sweden, Sweden's the most. Part Britain, of that crowd Britain that. is second. I, I think I hoped it'd be higher, <laughs> but it yeah, probably sounds accurate. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when I went to go get my car today um, they had to fill out the form because I did it on finance so they have to know literally everything about you Story and the guy was like are you, nice and se- are you nice and sensible and still single I was like too soon <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God, yeah <laughs> and I was like yeah I'm sensible sensible <laughs> he's like he's gone back to his workmates in the back room he went I just sold a girl a car, but now she's crying. I, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but but why is... do they need to know that? That's my business. Um, because then You tell them. I think, I think it's like to do insurance, but I don't know. I mean... What yeah, do they, yeah, to be fair, they do always ask you when you do like your insurance stuff, don't they? Yeah, they do. Anyway. Anyway. That's why I always think, though, when you do like insurance and that, it says, you know, single... Um, reveal yourself (laughs) (laughs) oh take me out let the chicken is that just a request for anyone take me out i hate dates but take me out no i don't want i don't want that no thank you see i'm a hypocrite i'm like (laughs) i don't want one but i do want one but i really don't but then i would do like i don't know want the attention you are i think i would say you're picky yeah Yeah. We know you'll just be very special when when it's the the one. They'll be very special because they made it through. <laughs> <laughs> they made it this far, and I'm like, and they're like, yeah, they like you, but like, oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, like you know when you do car insurance, they do like single married, and like, oh. <laughs> and and then they have another one. What if you? What do you say if you're in a relationship but you're not married? So, you, swear they so don't I have... put I put cohabiting because we live together. We own we have like a mortgage together we're just not married oh i can't remember what the options are there is one though when you're inhabiting uh there is one married yeah there's one that's like because i this is not involved but it means like involved complicated (laughs) it's complicated (laughs) there there is one that says separated but is that like you're together i know separated means that means you're single but you've been married i think yeah oh yeah i guess like you're not divorced yet but but i don't know anyway that's complete side so that's it everybody that is the end of part one of this two-part episode on relationships and sex this episode is mainly focused on relationships with a lovely cheeky fact or fiction segment included the next episode will be mainly focused on sex but don't you worry millie and zoe will be back and we'll be back with a bang and answering all the questions you want to know about in the meantime make sure to give me a follow on instagram at k underscore hunt podcast and send me a dm let me know what you think about the episode tell me everything i love to hear all your guys views and you can also follow me on my facebook page which is just search k hun and it should come up and that's it and i will speak to you all very soon bye let's spill the tea